Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast, and now we're looking at the 2020 season primer for the Sydney Swans. So before we do that, we'll do a quick review of their 2019 season. Um, And finishing 15th in the bottom four, so the first time out of finals for over a decade, I think. Um, Mm. A little bit disappointing, but when you look at it, uh, probably not that surprising. Well, like so many teams that finished outside of the top eight, you could argue they had some fairly decent injuries to quality players. Injuries and age, I think. Yeah. Um, how many years has Buddy Franklin in his contract now? <laughs> I think he's got three left. They've gotten value out of him. They've got a premiership. They've got got a pre- value. That's it. You know, they keep saying that um, half the battle up in Sydney is trying to keep the public interested or you know, trying to get column inches in the papers. And he's done that without a doubt. You, know, mm. you walk down the street, probably somebody that casually knows about the AFL, knows the name, Buddy yeah, Frank. Yeah, like, hey, Israel, how you going, mate? <laughs> the problem is, though, he gets less attention for kicking, like, 70 goals a season than he would if he decided to get on the coke and wrap his uh, beamer around a fucking tree or some shit. Uh, there's still time. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. But um, what do you think, what were the highs um, for the Swans in a year where they uh, put eight wins on the board? During nice. the season regular, um, keeping most of their blokes in the red and white, I think. Did they re-sign John Lundmeyer? Yes. Yeah, I think that's a high for John Longmore. Yes, they did. Yeah, because Brad Scott got sacked. That's right. That's it. They so, wanted to lock him in so North didn't uh, poach him. Yeah, and uh, I think it was absolutely confirmed that North weren't poaching him, but certainly asked the question. Yeah, oh, that was. So, all right, well, well, there, well, there's my low. I, I like that um, Sydney <laughs> have had their worst year in fifteen years. Yeah. And he got a contract extension yeah. out well, of, I at, mean, at top dollar. It was the recession they needed to have. <laughs> it's it's brilliant work from him, isn't it? The timing oh, is everything. Yeah. North looking after their ex-players at every step of the way. Aren't they? There's his retirement fund. <laughs> they got Adam Simpson another contract last year. <laughs> As well, he was uh, sniffing around a little bit. But I think it's really hard to pick out highs, in a, especially where GWS really obviously had a massive season, played in the granny, and they got plenty of... People at their games, plenty of column space, I'm assuming. Well, in September they did. Yeah. yeah and not as much as they should have. Yeah. But, you know, even throughout, uh, during the year, um, I put down a couple of highs for Sydney. One being Blakey. Um, it mm. wasn't a, you know, a, a breakout season or anything for his first year and um, was never going to win the Rising Star over Sam Walsh, but it was good and he showed something. Um, put in some good efforts uh, to, you know, crucial efforts in, in last quarters. And, yeah. You know, I'm thinking especially against Hawthorne. Mm, um, yeah. But he showed enough that okay, yeah, he he can be something we can look forward to, you know, in three years' time when Buddy's finished up. Yep. Um, yep. And Jane Rampy was the other big one um, who was mm. all Australian again. But besides that, he was in the papers every single week. 
yeah, for yeah. doing something bloody stupid. Yeah. Either telling somebody they punched like a girl or uh, something like that. Yeah. Or it was. And climbing the goalpost um, against right. Essendon. Yeah. Um, what? That that one to me is baffling. Like, I don't I don't know they should punish the bloke as more as just ask him to explain why. Oh, well, you did get the please explain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as they say. It's one of those ones where it's like, Mate, you, you know, it's like when you see a player roll the ball back to the guy when he's on the mark. It's like yeah. that's that's a penalty. That, that's yeah, and you should have known this from like junior grades. That's a long time ago. That one It used to be, you know, uh, when somebody kicking out from fullback handballs it. And you go, mate, what are you? Fuck yeah, me. yeah. And it's like I just think, it, look at it and be like, why do you care that much if he <laughs> kicks a goal or a point? Like, well, okay, it was a goal after the siren to win the game. Oh, that's right. It was too. Well, yeah. still, I mean, they're eight and none. Maybe he's doing them a misfortune if he <laughs> if they win that game. Um, it was also against Essendon. So I loved that. Um, one, it was illegal, and he got away with it, and it was against Essendon. Yeah. So that was one of my highlights of the year, actually. Yep. <laughs> um, and the fact that uh, it probably should have been, you know, a free kick on the goal square, but well, I think the really like when they obviously the post mortem when they went through and checked the actual rules, it should have been a free kick, right? Well, that's the beauty of yeah, it. Yeah. I think the AFL came out and said, no, no, it was correct, but if it happened again, it would be a free kick on the yeah. goal line. <laughs> well, well, which, which one? <laughs> well, that's the thing I like, is that it was correct, because it was Essendon. Yeah. And yeah. There's a, the Essendon supporters believe there's a whole AFL department devoted to fucking them over, and the rest mm. of the comp hopes there's a whole AFL department devoted <laughs> to fucking them over. <laughs> well, they're just used to them as being themselves, fucking yeah. themselves yeah. over. Anyway. Although Essendon and Sydney have had some absolute banger of... Um, Games, especially the SCG. Yeah, down to the the wire kind of thing, and in, in finals as well. Like of the of the most butt clenching uh, results of the twenty tens to twenty nineteen. Yeah, we, we call them the teens, or I don't know. Uh, someone will coin a fucking phrase at some stage. Turn of the century. Um, they would have probably four of the top fifteen, I reckon. I mean, go close. I remember Gary Rowan kicked a goal after the siren. Um, there was that final. They had a fight. No, they got thumped in the finals up there. Tony Lockett, obviously, in 96. So let's go back yeah. a bit further. But yeah, there's definitely some history there with those two. Yeah, I mean, thinking about that, uh, I like Sydney a lot more now, to be honest. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and it shows when we get to the double ups that they've obviously got Essendon twice. Um, so what are the lows then? But besides a bottom four finish, which we've kind of covered off um, for them, what else was the, the bad news? I think a lot of it revolved around contracts because there was so much crap going about out about Papley, about um, Danaher. Postseason. Yeah, yeah, um, and and the whole thing. Um, Danaher meeting with Tom Harley and getting caught by was a GWS player, I think. Uh, I, I'm not sure. But, Somebody mentioned and it, and then but, he's like, "Oh no, I was just there having a coffee." It's like, mate, you guys, <laughs> you guys weren't having a, like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Yeah. Um, the other amazing thing is, you know, an AFL player getting recognised in Sydney, or two <laughs> of them, in fact. But um, I would say that would be all all the bullshit that went around about it. Yep. Um, well, that and Buddy's injuries. His pre-season or absence thereof as well. Oh, Buddy's injuries is a massive one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he only played 10 games um, and kicked uh, 20, odd, 20 odd goals. And I yeah. think he hasn't had a season that quiet since his first season. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which is... like They had to use him in the ruck a few times because um, yeah. uh, they had no ruckman. They were running out of ruckman. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. 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 Uh, Sinclair me- done his shoulder and then um, the other guys just fell away as injuries yeah. took their toll. Who was the other ruckman they had? They had Tippett, who retired. Uh, yeah. and, uh, right. and Naismith and Darcy Cameron. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, for me, the low was just basically the crushing realization that experience has got them as far as it's going to get them. Yep. And it, they always had, they always topped up really good players, but they had that experience as the backbone where the player could shine a little bit but not be a key role player. Yep. Uh, that's flipped last season. Yep. And they realized that they've got to actually rejuvenate their list and they don't have enough young kids come through up to fill those spots. So well, they, they, don't they, any, they don't have any scorers either. Yeah, the, yeah, a lot yeah. of that was their problem is uh, putting goals on the board. Yeah. Um, and it's because you've got Buddy Franklin there. Yeah. You expect, mm. all right, he'll just do it. Yeah. Um, but now, just to wind back just a little bit, when you said about the stuff with Danaher, the Papley issue, yeah, that's a problem because he asked to leave. Yeah. But they kept him and now you got a chance. The Danaher one, I thought they actually came out all right. Um, out yeah. Of it. Never mind the shit was Tom Harley during the year I mean never believe what anybody says during yeah. the year but when it came to trade week they went alright well if you want him here's our deal you don't uh, Essendon you know yeah. here's what we want to trade for it um, and they said well we want Heaney and this player and this player and they went nah yeah it was, it was we'll wait 12 months it was Essendon uh, typical negotiating where yeah. they want fucking everything they gave them an offer that they would yeah. never um, well, who's uh, their lawyer is it what the fuck's his name Dodoro. Uh, I don't know, but he's basically a divorce attorney. Dodoro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, and I mean, we'll, the next thing we'll do is the outs, and I think that is right. Yeah, they mm. probably didn't stagger some of the retirements yeah. that well. But they just had one or two players that would come in every year. You're like, shit, there's another star. Like we had Heaney come in. Yeah. Uh, Heaney, Mills. Heaney was a bit Florent, quiet in 2019, yeah. I thought. Well, he started, he started to tune did, up a little bit. He did start yeah. uh, very well. In the he's season. a couple, few years in now, isn't he? Yeah, like four, yeah. five, five years, something but, like that. Yeah. To be honest, I, I don't think Danaher would have added all that much to Sydney. Like he would have been an overlapper. Well, he did play a game. I know he did play one game or two games this year. So yeah, mm. I mean, mind you, I think um, Danaher's best footy was what 2018, 2017? He, he did have an All Australian in one of those years. I can't remember which one it was. Was it yeah, this he year did, that he got Ron- lucky? Was it last year that Ronke kicked six? Uh, might have been the year before he was fourth. Was it? Yeah. One of his breakout games, basically. Year, year before. He was before. a first-year player. It was like his second game or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Where the fuck was he last year? <laughs> spending a bit of time in the uh, kneeful and on the injury list, I think. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, and yes, on what you're saying with Danaher, um, the fact is, like, he's had two years basically out injured. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to sell the farm to get him in. And to be honest, there's not really much talk about his commitment to get him back and to his best, like... I mean, yeah. Yeah, he does seem to be a bit of a player that has obviously natural gifts. Yeah, I'd, I'd see that, him and some of the Essendon boys out drinking in uh, the northern suburbs for the game the next day. Yeah, there you, you go. Don't too much worry about it. Yeah. It's like, a little bit of a dedication and a, a problem with effort from the players off the field, to be it's honest. It's not hearsay a rumour if you see it with your own yeah, eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, I poured them the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a tip? Fuck no. <laughs> Nobody does. Um, all right, so we'll have a look at their list changes, there, and this is where we're talking about. Um, so the first four, Heath Grundy, Kieran Jack, uh, Mark McVeigh, and Nick Smith. See, uh, round 23, when uh, there was the farewell matches, I thought that was one of the times when Sydney actually did show a bit of heart. Uh, with, with, especially with Kieran Jack. Yeah. yeah. yeah that yeah. goal was great. In the, was it in the final quarter? Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a bit of a parade. Uh, yeah, than a game. Yeah. They were playing the Saints. But, and the Saints had the queue, uh, not just in the rack, they had it broken down in the case, in the back of the car, and were on their fourth pint. Um, but you can only play the team in front of you, and City exactly. decided to actually um, send their guys off with a bit of recognition. So fair play to them. Yeah, they were the home team, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And there was a fair crowd there too, considering the team went pretty shit for the year, probably. Yeah. So it's good to see a few of them remembered. Because um, there's nearly, uh, actually there's probably over a thousand games worth of experience there and um, yeah. probably yeah. close to half a dozen flags as well. Um, and they it's lost... Just- it could be why John Longway wanted that contract so so bad. It could be replaced by McVeigh or something like that. Just jump straight <laughs> into the hot seat. Walk straight yeah. in. Reckon. I think yeah. a few of them have walked into coaching roles or yeah. mentor roles. What if they're going to stay in Sydney or if they're probably locked in somewhere else, isn't it? It's probably hard to get into the actual team you're coming from because there's already positions filled. Oh, they tend to make way for the, yeah. these kind of blokes. I mean, I'm, I'm certain at least yeah. McVeigh or, or Jack are, yeah. are signed in. I mean, the other thing was good. They could actually um, celebrate the career that was Hanbury as well in that match. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, just uh, say farewell to his uh, his legacy, I suppose. Um, a few of them would have been surprised. Oh, he's still he's still playing, is he? <laughs> like the crowd would have gone, mate, he's gone in the long, wrong locker room. Anyways. Um, they've also lost Cameron, like you said, so their ruck issues that they had this year, um, they've uh, had to do some work to get some others in. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, Cameron's out. Uh, Zach Jones, um, they've lost as well, who I thought... It wasn't the cleanest player, but much like his brother, he is that bash and crutch. Yeah. And they don't have anybody else that plays that way. No, no. Well, besides probably Buddy. Yeah. Well, he'd be the only one because generally that was a couple of the experienced players that would just, you know, punch on through. And now that they're gone, there wasn't ever anyone that was looking to replace them or anyone that was pressuring those, those positions before they retired. Yeah. Yeah. I like watching Zach Jones do that. Same as Nathan Jones. Yeah. Like, nobody likes watching Zach Jones, <laughs> to be honest. Um, Rose as well, who was mainly a needful player, to be honest, and uh, Daniel Menzel, who I thought was a little yeah. bit unlucky going up mm. there because he was he is a, a scorer. Yeah, you know, that, that's what he does. But uh, groin issues at the start of the year, then limited chances on the park, and then they delist him after one year. I thought, but even with that, he's a tall in a team that needs talls. Like they're screaming out yeah. for him, and they still don't list him. Either his medico is just like, nah, bloke's fucked, or I don't know, he's been headbutting John Longmire's what? sister. And I, I think with, with Tools, I mean, they got Buddy, they got Blakey, and they've got uh, Reed. They're kind of okay. Like, there's three. And you, you're not going to play all three in the forward line at the same time. Mm. No, but you need a Ruckman too. Yeah, well, you, you get Ruckman for the Ruck work. Um, probably not Menzel, who's, I reckon I'm taller than him. Um, but yeah, it's just, I thought they need a goal sneak, you know? Um, yeah. And if yeah. The, Papley is is good at that and Ronke can do it but we know their issues and, and Papley was playing further up the ground or, I think he still had a couple of bags of four yeah um, but traditionally the they've always had that small running player yeah. that would mm. be basically on the wing run forward and that Jetta for for the time that they did and it always yeah seemed to be part of their their DNA yeah that's all uh, we're going now and I think um, losing uh, what's his name uh, Rowan yeah um, mm. lost a bit of that run even though his last year or two at the Swans yeah. wasn't as prolific as it was earlier yeah but, uh, yeah, that probably um, fed into their uh, lack of scoring mm. a little bit as well. There weren't many games this year I watched Sydney play that I was enjoying watching them play, if you know what I mean. Uh, that's that's, Sydney. Yeah, that's, Sydney. that's yeah, it's, standard. It's like watching yeah. the English bat. No, but even when <laughs> even when they were playing sort of the, the Paul Rue-style uh, hardcore defence, there was at least the, the tight body-to-bodies you could sort of enjoy, yeah. like the, the match-ups. Whereas I, I found this season oh, it just wasn't that exciting. And part of it's not having Buddy on the park too. Yeah. Which, uh, as soon as the ball goes near him, you expect something to happen. You're, you're yep. anticipating it. And that's, you don't want to go to work the next day and hear everyone talk about a goal that you missed. Missed, exactly, yeah. Whereas, you know, there just wasn't that this season. Um, their ins, their, their major ins through the trade period uh, are very interesting. Mm. Um, it'll start with Caden Brand, who was a bit of a journeyman and um, 
what he lacks in finesse, he makes up for enthusiasm. Is that, is that a nice way of saying it? Yeah, I, I, I don't so, mind yeah. those players, though. I think they can turn into sort of mascots. And, he's nearly two metres tall. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> and when those players actually have a good game, it lifts the whole side. Yeah. When you know that uh, he's not in the top 40 talented players on the list, but he gets there through just sheer effort and yeah. just will. There's a lot to be said for that, too. If you've got um, determination and, and effort, like you say, yeah, that's something you can build on. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's work. And it lifts everyone around you, too. To think, well, fuck, I'm better than him. <laughs> I can't get showed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Louis Taylor um, from the Lions, yeah, um, I think was a NAB Rising Star winner. Yeah, back I, in the day. I rate little Taylor. Yeah, um, he's busy. He's, he's that borderline um, sneaky goal uh, finder and irritating little shit. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, every team needs an irritating little shit forward player, mm-hmm. and he is good at both roles. Yep, I agree. Um, and he's still got a lot of good footy ahead of him as well. Oh hell yeah! Um, and Sam Gray. Who I am shocked that Port Adelaide allowed that to happen. Yeah, it's crazy. Because um, I think he's a severely underrated player. Yeah. Um, and I reckon that's the, the best of those three pickups. Why? I have, about long way. Exactly I have what no they need. clue what's going with Port Adelaide's list. Um, <laughs> Ollie Wines is captain, and then he's not, and then this is happening, and that's not, and <laughs> fuck knows what's going on. It, Sam Gray is their best. Uh, 18, easy. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And it he's going to walk into the City Swans list as well, obviously. Sometimes it is hard to remember which South Australian side went on that camp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the things that come out of Port, you go, what What are you, what are you doing? It seems like Koshy's basically shorted Port Adelaide stocks. <laughs> Would not surprise me at all. <laughs> and Eddie's the one that's done it yeah. for him. <laughs> I mean, if you were making um, a major league remake with AFL, like the old Charlie Sheen movie. Oh, <laughs> this classic. is the tanking. Classic. Yeah, they're tanking now, and then it's like, all right, we're going to move it to uh, Alice Springs. <laughs> yeah, Northern Territory's kicking in some cash. Going to move it to Salisbury. That's where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth. Elizabeth yeah. Power. Yeah, they're like, uh, with the redevelopment in Port Adelaide now, they're like, oh, yeah, Alberton's worth too much money. Yeah. We're going to sell it off for $20 million. <laughs> no, None of it goes to the club. koshi <laughs> has got that stitched up. Uh, move them to China. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll look at uh, the 2020 uh, draw. So their double-ups will start with uh, like the Gold Coast twice, uh, Hawthorne, Essendon, Carlton, and GWS, of course. So Gold Coast twice is lovely. Thank yep. you very much. Yep. Um, although they did... Oh, we should have put that as one of their lows, actually. It was giving up a five-goal lead to Gold Coast. Yeah, totally forgot about uh, that. Really did forget about that until I just mentioned it then. At home. They had a lot of troubles at home this year. But anyway. That's been yeah. true for the last couple of seasons. Yeah. yeah. Could be the new uh, new rivalry match. Them and the Gold Coast. There's something to get excited <laughs> about. That'll get you in the papers. Um, Hawthorne, who they seem to have good games against all the time. And uh, like we said, Essendon. Essendon's a really interesting mm. one. Um, they've had uh, a good decade or so of, of matchups with them. So, Just a um, bit of controversy in both games, that's all we ask. See, yeah. how they go against Carlton will matter so much to me for how both teams will go. Because yeah. if either team goes 2-0 and against the other, then, well, one team's fucked, yeah. and the other team is uh, going to be looking at probably high mid. Yeah, and looking close to push for finals, you know. And it's, I think that the development of the list, Carlton, is probably a year ahead of where Sydney is. Yeah. They've had the dribs and drabs, but they haven't had the collective of a bunch of players. Mm. So, I mean, they had Heaney, who was, I think, pick five or something like that. Mills, who was, uh, you know, a top 10 pick, but they had mm. academies. Yeah. You get him in. They've got a couple of top 10 picks this year as well, um, but they haven't had that bunch, um, and they still need that one superstar. I yeah. think that's what they're missing, is that one absolute A-grade top yeah. talent. Blakey yeah. could be that. Could um, be. He needs yeah. to get on the protein, though. He doesn't. Um, 
but he, he's a big I, lad. He's a bit goofy. He needs yeah. a season or two. I think too, with Carlton and uh, Sydney comparison. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Coming into an established coach with an established game plan and also a team that already has strong leadership is a bit different to where Carlton are, where they've got uh, a new coach and who's Mm. a bit of a variable game plan, but also the players coming in like your Eddie Betts. He plays how he plays. He's not integrating into your game. You're integrating him into your game. Yeah, it's a bit... Eddie, just do. Do what you do. And if you get out of the forward pocket, I'll fucking head headbutt you. I mean, but Buddy's the same thing. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you just you really you tell him, look, how far forward do you want me to go? Like, mm. Go up to the back fifty and kick it from there. Pretty uh, much. Um, all right. So who's who's going to have a big year for the Swans this year? Oh, I really, really want to say Buddy because a good Buddy is a good Sydney. <laughs> Buddy the, ain't the fact that he's out injured right now. Yeah. As yeah. Well. Yep. Yeah. So he, he's probably might limp over the line for round one. The way he's, uh, I think, he's Arthur Scott. Just, let's just write him out now for round one. He's not playing round one. There's you no reckon? chance. Nah, no I hope he's, I hope he's not. Just because he's a freak. I want to yeah. see him healthy. So if it means he doesn't take the park to round six, uh, so be it. But if he starts injured, he's playing the whole season injured because he'll yeah. always pick up a bang there. Because his style is quite body contact heavy. Yeah. And he's coming in with a niggle in round one. It's going to be a bigger niggle by round two, and it's going to be a problem by the break. Yeah, I feel like where they're really obviously failing is forward line, especially if Buddy's got injuries, but also defence and the ruck and the middle. <laughs> so I feel like there's a few players that I'm expecting big big years out of. So that bench is looking all right. You need, so how's that bench? You need Ronk. Bench is amazing, amazing, like plush, uh, <laughs> treated pine, really good. Uh, you need Ronky to step up, have a big year. And obviously Naismith, I mean, he's probably still a few years off his best or his, yeah. his uh, physical maturity, if that makes sense. I mean... That's if he has more improvement in him. Yeah, if if he actually can get better. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can't. You'd want Taylor and Gray to come in and just you know hit the ground running, but yep. you can't put too much weight on their shoulders. Yeah. Like you still want them to be able to feel it out. But hopefully, they get the respect from the rest of that team to make that team theirs as well. Uh, yeah. I think that's what they need. Usually, those type of players too. They have a good first or second game. Yeah, and then yeah. they sort of get lost a little bit until they learn the system. Yeah, I think you know, they get by on talent. Yeah, you saw the same with Wingard. Um, last year, yeah, yeah, brilliant first game, but it was round three, yeah, know, and then he was out injured, so yeah, um, it, it sort of follows the pattern I'm talking about, but yeah. in a roundabout way, yeah. Um, go back to Buddy too. He needs 54 goals to kick a thousand. Oh, it's touch Ooh, and go. Isn't I, it? I don't see him getting it. No, nah, it's, it's, if he plays 18 games, he's probably going to get there. Yeah, you know. Um, but imagine if it's round 23. Shit, I think they play Hawthorne actually, um, <laughs> and he needs six. It's like, well. 
everything's going through him, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, actually, that'll be great. Um, I think Alir Alir is up for a big one as well. Uh, he became their Mr. Fix-It um, last year. Um, a few years ago, he was the loose man of defence, and this year he became, look, we need a loose man of defence. Can you kick a couple of goals and play in the ruck? Yeah. Um, so I think if the team settles down a little bit and he gets uh, a consistent role rather than a please just do anything you can, mm. um, he can be, you know, sort of the top three in their best and fairest. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he takes the park a fair bit because he does take the pressure off the other big men, uh, yeah. Magic Door. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in full flight, he's fucking fantastic to watch, Elite. Well, he's obviously a supreme athlete. Um, yeah. Um, and he's, he's at that stage now where he's able to impact games not just as a surprise yeah. like as a as a regular it, yeah. contributor it's expected now he's not new to the game anymore he's mm. a five year AFL player or, or yeah. six years or whatever it is but his closing speed and just leap it's, just it's leap. brilliant to watch yeah. um, and you'd expect Heaney now if he's going to um, live up to his promise geez he's got a good leap on him too yeah. um, he, yep. he needs to be in contention for all Australians I say mm. that's what my he's uh, got the talent was. Yep. yeah consistency I, I, I don't know I just, I just don't know that he's got that um, competitive hunger that a lot of those uh, guys get he seems to be uh, like, he's a really good athlete um, I th- he's got I, style I, I don't know if we've seen it for more than 12 games a year. But, I mean, would he be in the forward pocket and elbow someone in the face? Well, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's that sort of bloke. He looks like he's been elbowed in the face a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Not a pretty Maybe man. he needs to shave his head okay. a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to see him get a little bit more uh, cuntishness about him. I think you you say that about every team. You I just, do, I do. <laughs> I, I'm a bit, as someone with, uh, well, let's just say, very modest talents in the football arena. Uh, I, I appreciate people that make use of that and uh, ignore the rules occasionally to uh, become a backman at heart. Mm. Veteran moves are veteran moves. Exactly. Um, who's on the outer and who's in trouble at the Swans after that massive cleanout? Yeah, of talent. It's it's tough to say someone's really in trouble. To be honest. Um, I think you'd hope that they can push out some of their defenders that weren't quite up to scratch. Um, you've got, obviously, is it Mil- May- Maybalm, who's an up-and-coming defender, who Maybalm. I think oh, he's, he's going to have a good year. I don't yeah. think he's on chopping block. I mean, he could push out you know, other, oh, other defenders. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I think Thurlow, is this, when did he get traded across? Uh, I think this would be his second or third second? year yeah. up yeah. there. I think he's one that is potentially on the outer if yeah. uh, Maybalm can step up. And also, it depends if Jake Lowe really owns that sort of central defender yep. um, set up back. There might not be a spot for him, so you just put that with youth. Um, I've also I've put a couple of controversial ones in here. First off, Kennedy, um, because I mean he is thirty two, yeah. um, but he is that heart and soul. Uh, he's not an athletic player at his absolute best, so yeah. mm. age doesn't mean that much um, to the t- style of the game he plays. Yeah. But I think with Kennedy, if you lose him, you're like, all right, we need a a general who can take the field and yes. organise the play. We need uh, someone like Kennedy, actually. Kennedy, exactly. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, last year he was 10th in their best and fairest. And he's a guy that usually is a vote magnet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he played 19 games. So it wasn't like he was out. But I do think he plays a lot of injuries. Yep. So I, I just think that um, I hope they don't push him out because he is that on-field general when last year they lost a lot of senior veteran players. So yeah. They do still need him hit there. Um, if they get a bit antsy, they might think, oh, he's 32. But um, The other one I said was uh, Mills, because I know they're in love with Mills. Um, yeah. 
But uh, they've got to yeah, play in the midfield. Uh, well, rising star winner, you know, down back. But I think a few teams have figured him out. Um, in that uh, he's got a little bit of Jack Watts about him. Ah, that, just like titties and beer, like <laughs> he's swimming. If only, if only. Um, he, they know that they can push him off his game. Yeah, he doesn't like the rough stuff. Um, and without somebody like uh, Zach Jones down there to protect, yeah, um, I think that they. Uh, I saw a few teams this year play through him. Yeah, because they know. Ah, don't worry about it. Just a bit of niggle. Yeah, but I mean, what really yeah, impressed me was if someone figure out how to push Jack Watts onto his game. <laughs> <laughs> but without Zach Jones, there, the only bloke who can actually be intimidating is Buddy Franklin. And yeah, I want to see Horse do that. Like, hey, Buddy, uh, Cam's having a bit of trouble. Would you mind going back and enforcing him? He's like. Fuck you, bloke. <laughs> I'm sticking up forward. I'd like to see him go back there and just smack Cam. <laughs> I misunderstood. Get your shit tr- together, son. Try my best. <laughs> Instructions are clear. <laughs> All right, so where do we see the Swans finishing in 2020 then? I yeah. believe I have them in a pretty average 12th. Yeah. So that that's upward yeah. from 15th. Yeah, I think they go upwards. Yeah. Um, I think they were one of the last ones that I plugged in and that was just by default. <laughs> that was where the yeah. gap was. Yeah. Yeah, I see them going up a little bit, um, but mainly because I see other teams dropping. So I've got them finishing about 10th. Yep. But it, it'll so much of this season is going to be so fucking tight. Yeah. Mm. I've got them dropping um, because I can't see where their improvement's going to come from just yet. I, I think that uh, I, I think they're going to finish second last um, and probably only four or five wins on the year. Um I just I think that they've lost a lot of senior players, but they didn't play most of the year last year anyway. Yeah, I just think that they haven't replaced them well enough, um, and they've got a lot of players that aren't stepping up just yet. But if they do turn it around, who knows? The, the sky's the limit. But I also think that signing of uh, Longmire was a mistake. Terrible. I mean, we've been saying that for how long yeah. has podcast been going? Yeah, a long time. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think it, it plays the right I way mean, for them. If you're right, that's a rebuild. Yeah, of course yeah, it is. Yeah, they're definitely um, rebuild. But I mean, they finished bottom four. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's one season yeah. and they played finals so much. So often, you'd give them a break on that one. Yeah. But if you finish 17th, like you're dropping, and you've got the class of young lads they do, all of a sudden they're like, well, look, we trade Heaney, we get uh, two first rounders for him, yep. say, or maybe some late pick well, swaps to go with it. Uh, you have to take it. You have to do it. Like you say, you know, it's, it is only one year, and they have a lot of runs on the board, so mm. to speak. But in a year where four other coaches got sacked for you know not playing well enough uh, or not playing finals enough, I do think they snuck under the radar a lot. Yeah, in, sure. In, in that drop, um, and the fact that they got skittish <coughs> and signed a Horse onto a big contract. Well, I mean, I don't know. it's not the worst option because um, Brad Scott was free. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Mark Neild wasn't doing anything either. But, uh, yeah. but right. uh, oh, look, I, I just hope people turn up and watch them play. Yeah, I hope they don't. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Good Peace. luck. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.